Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Well, pride jerseys are a thing of the past, at least when it comes to seeing them on NHL ice surfaces. Special jerseys of any kind, in fact, are no longer allowed to be worn by NHL teams uh, during warm-ups. The decision was made by the NHL Board of Governors meeting, uh, following the NHL Board of Governors meeting, and is a clear response to multiple players refusing to wear their team's pride jerseys. Um, last season, that included uh, Eric and Mark Stahl from the Florida Panthers, San Jose Sharks goaltender James Reimer, Philadelphia Flyers defenseman Ivan Provorov, uh, refusing to wear pride jerseys, citing religion as the reason for not participating uh, last season. Joining me to talk a little bit about this issue, many have said, look, uh, you know, sports should stick with sports and leave all those bigger issues that we are talking about and consulting and, and, and debating to the outside world. Sports is supposed to be, well, it's not a place where we bring politics uh, and other issues uh, to the forefront, whether it's the courts, whether it's the gridiron, whether it's the ice, and leave that in the outside world. We go to sports to get away from all that stuff. Joining me now to talk about this issue is Rob Fay of Sports Broadcaster. Rob, thank you for joining us. Well, thank you, Jazz. Well, what are your thoughts on all this? Uh, I was a bit taken aback, uh, to be honest with you, because over the last few years, uh, especially here at the Vancouver Canucks, you've seen uh, pride jerseys worn. There's been um, the South Asian um, Heritage Recognition Night. They recognize the Chinese community as well, an Indigenous Night uh, as well. Uh, what are your thoughts on the Board of Governors here deciding that, look, we're no no longer going to allow uh, to for NHL teams having to wear warm-up jerseys? Well, I think a lot of this had to do with the Players Association because that's usually where the players take their grievances and then the association represents them to the Board of Governors. So I could see this one coming a mile away. As soon as you saw certain players within certain organizations say that they weren't going to do it, and then you had three NHL teams that said, we're not going to do any of this, uh, you could kind of see the writing on the wall. But the frustrating part is we talk about the fact that they're still going to be able to do pride nights, quote-unquote, but the players just won't have to partake in said Uh, you know, utilizing these jerseys. And that, for me, is the tough part to swallow in the sense that these are the players that we support. This is a city that we support them in, and we want them to express their beliefs or even lack thereof. We support the team. We want that support back, right? So if you want my dollar as a a ticket-buying fan... I want you to support the things that go on in my community and are important to me. So, sure, we're still going to see the Canucks doing their thing, but those players represent us. They represent all of our community and an inclusive community. And I think that's why it's a hard pill to swallow today. Um, Do you think the NHL looked at that, though? I mean, it is trying to broaden uh, its appeal to uh, a wider cross-section of society. uh, And it is an aging, or sorry, changing society, uh, demographic changes as well. Uh, Do you think this holds, holds the NHL back now? Well, I think the safety net is that they say the organizations can still take part in all of these different endeavors. But the reality is, is we look to these players. So that's essentially where the, you know, the pavement hits the rubber in the fact that, sure, the organization is still going to be able to, you know, acknowledge Indigenous Nights or, you know, Cancer Night or in this case, Pride Night. 
But the reality is, is we want those players. We want those faces that represent the teams that we cheer for to take part in this. So the fact that they're not going to be on the ice. And again, Jazz, it's just a practice jersey. It's not even an in-game jersey. But I think it's the premise of them not having to take this up or having the man, if you will, the NHL, saying you don't have to take part in it. And they announced it, Jazz, on Pride Month, which to me is poor timing. But that's just an aesthetic. But yeah, I could see why people are up in arms. But I can see both sides of the story. Mm -hmm. And uh, the NHL was really between a rock and a hard place. When you when you th- think of what the NHL has just done, um, you look at let's say uh, the whole Colin Kaepernick issue with um, with the, the NFL and, and and Black Lives Matter. Uh, even the, the NBA, which is always viewed as uh, very diverse and um, uh, has a you know unique talent to tap in the broader cultural zeitgeist. Um, you know, Phil Jackson, uh, a, a well-known coach, uh, former coach of the Chicago Bulls, LA Lakers, time in New York as well. I think he's won 11 championships. He was actually joking on a podcast that, look, the, the, even the a- a- NBA has gotten too woke, that people go there to get away from politics. Do you think there is a, a build-up, perhaps, and, and, and mindset? Look, sports has got to get away from some of this stuff and leave that to to, to the politicians, leave that to activists, and let's just be a place that actually takes you away from the real world just for a moment, and you can go cheer on your team. Yeah, you know, I worked for a sports organization in this city for several years that didn't acknowledge Pride Night because they thought that every night was Pride Night. And I understand the premise of not needing a specific moment to identify a group within our community. But that said, if you are going to be of the community, then you need to be of the community. And I think this is the challenge that a lot of people are facing is they feel like we've made such great strides to get into that big brash bravado world of sports. And we finally got inclusion. We finally jumped that hurdle only to have it pulled back because what a lot of people will say, well, just a handful of players have ruined it for everybody. And, you know, I can understand that on both sides. And the fact that from a corporate perspective, you don't want to get into that muddy water. Mm. It's just you just want to focus on the tickets. You want to focus on the product. But here's the problem, Jazz. If you're going to sell yourself to be of the community and for the people, Mm -hmm. then that includes taking on moments like this. And the fact that they receded on that so quickly without doing further market research, I think, is a part of the reason that people are really struggling with this decision. Now, earlier today, Jag Nagra, who designed the first Diwali jersey for the Vancouver Canucks in 2021 was uh, on Jill Bennett's show a few hours ago. Take a listen to what she had to say uh, in regards to this announcement by the NHL. I I don't think they understand how this is going to affect different cultural groups or different people that are belong to marginalized groups. It's already a predominantly white, straight uh, environment, right? Hockey players are typically, you know, um, white players. And for us to be able to feel like we belong on that kind of arena, like, it's just a huge blow to, like, so many different communities. It's really disappointing. That is uh, Jag Nagra. She designed the first Diwali jersey for the Vancouver Canucks in uh, in 2021. I mean, when you look at these jerseys that they people like Jag Nagra have produced, the uh, one for uh, Lunar New Year, uh, the one for Indigenous communities, and a variety of other communities, uh, and, and they are beautiful. And I've talked to many people who do want to purchase. They're not official jerseys, of course. They're practice jerseys. People do want to purchase them, and they are quite expensive. So there is a market out for, for this. And I think, Robbie, you raise a very good point that it is about inclusivity. I'm curious in your mind, um, you know, the Canucks have been sort of leaders in this to a certain degree. Um, The broader issue of just demographics, Vancouver's demographics, 
North America's demographic. They're multi-ethnic now. Uh, and in a city like Vancouver, I think 52% are people of color. I think uh, Toronto is past 60% now. Major suburbs like um, Surrey is 64%. Richmond is 74%. I think it's leading North America. In the case of Richmond, Vancouver is 60%, 4% visible minority. Um, it seems to me there is a problem for the NHL. As Ms. Nagra said, that this, the, the, the players look a certain way and society looks a lot different, differently. Do you think there's a broader demographic challenge for hockey? Well, yeah. I mean, what Vancouver is is definitely not what they're experiencing in Florida or in New York or in Arizona. I mean, this is the problem. you got a huge geographical reach that the NHL has to appease. And I look at Vancouver, for example, and the first thing that I thought when I heard this announcement is like, cool, they're not going to wear the practice jerseys. What's the workaround? And I think that organizationally is something that they can look at and say, okay, well, the NHL doesn't want us to wear these jerseys on the ice and they don't want our players in them, at least on the ice for the pregame. What can we do to continue to progress this conversation without necessarily having to step on the toes of the NHL? So I'm very curious to know the organizations that can truly get creative with this moment will win their fan base back. But if they just hide behind the eight ball and say, listen, well, that's what the NHL said, that's going to have the fans in in a tizzy. And uh, so I'm very curious to know what the Canucks do to offset this decision by the NHL. We are speaking to Rob Fay, a sports broadcaster. We're talking about the NHL deciding to axe theme nights during warm-ups, arguing they want to keep the focus on the game. Some have said, that's great. Uh, We should be focusing just on sports. Others said, uh, look, wait a minute here. The NHL turtled uh, under uh, pressure from a small vocal minority. Give us a call on the open line, 604-280-9898, star 9898 on your cell phone. Let's go to the open lines. Let's go to Rick in Port Moody. Hi, Rick. Hey, gentlemen. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, boy, Rob, you are just pr- prolific. I, I, I remember talking to you about this when you were on the Joel Show a couple of weeks ago. Um, I mean, what, what, what do you say? This is, um, uh, you know, I guess it's an indication that, um, you know, that balance point has has been reached i mean look what happened with budweiser and look what happened with target and uh, starbucks did the uh, you know pull back everything themselves elon musk yesterday has banned the word cis and cisgender because it's a it's a hate word there just seems to be this um this movement that's saying okay you know we've we've had enough we uh, and we want to just get on with our lives and be it doesn't mean we don't support you it's just the the noise the narrative is, is never ending and um to your other point as to how the Canucks can do this, I mean, certainly, you know, the Orca can be dressed in, in the jersey and the kids in between the Hawk, in between the intermissions can be dressed in, in the jerseys. But uh, it's, um, uh, yeah, I, I just think people are want to get on with some simple things without having a cause that's always ringing in their ears. And it's not disrespectful to, to the cause themselves. Uh, Rick, I'm just curious. Did, 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 did the jerseys offend you? Did you think it was just too oh, much no, focus? No, no, yes, I'm, I'm not offended at, at all by any of this. Matter of fact, I, it, just watching human nature, it's really interesting mm-hmm. to see how this is coming along. Because really, if you look at it, the exact same um, method of protest that was used originally by the you know the side that's now complaining about it is is now been adopted by by the opposite side so you're really seeing the same tactics that were used by party 
that's complaining now versus you know how they were the action years ago so i i just look at this from a human perspective and try to understand it from from that level as opposed to picking sides one way or the other i mean god i support everyone and and i give it i hope everyone has their right to do whatever they want how they want to do it rick, thank just- you thanks for your call i appreciate it my friend uh rob yeah i mean rick's got a point um and i don't think it's getting to do with nhl in fact i just i think there is that broader cultural war uh, that is ongoing he, uh, you know he brought up the issue of Budweiser, and that's an American thing that spills over into Canada, the debate and all that. It seems to me almost like the NHL uh, has, they've done what they've done. It's a small group of uh, players, but I think it's the broader culture war that is somehow spilling over to not only just sports, but other products as well. Yeah, there's a couple of points here, Jazz, that I think I I just want to get across. Sports is a catalyst for change. I mean, everybody Mm -hmm. that says they want to keep politics out of sports, I mean, you can go back to the Berlin Olympics. You can talk Colin Kaepernick, Michael Sam, who was the first gay football player in the NFL. I mean, these are things that that fans and people look at as progressive. Well, yeah, I mean, we could could do a roll call of this. But, Jazz, here's a question that I have for you and for the listeners. What are we really asking of the NHL? I think a lot of people in the LGBTQ community are simply looking for the acknowledgement that they're a part of the community. That's it. Yep. They're not asking for all of these people to come and, and go above and beyond. Just say, hey, over the course of your 41 home games this year, spend one night and at least let me know that I'm a part of your conversation. So what? They're gonna. It's not even a game jersey. It's a practice jersey, but it's just the thought process that now that you've given us something that we can hang our hat on as a community, mm-hmm. you're going to take that back. And that, to me, is the challenge challenge here. It's optics, but more than anything, again, I go back to the same thing I've said right from the beginning of this conversation, Jess. If you're going to say you're of the community, then you need to be of the community and you can't take steps back like this. Absolutely. Uh, Let's go to Cameron and Chilliwack. Hi, Cameron. Hey, fellas. How are you today? Doing well. What's on your mind? Hey, excellent. You know, I, well, first off, what this is, is cowardice. There's no other way to say it. Um, So there's that. That's, that's my take on it. But also too. I find it really odd that the, that the NHL would simply say to the league, to the teams, you can't do anything. I think that they should have left it up to the teams. Um, I think that would have been the best way to go. And the way I'll put it, I'll take it out of, out of contact, you know, out of a different context. Like, say, for example, the Sem- a Seminole Day. That would mean nothing to someone here in Vancouver, but it might mean something, might mean everything to someone in Florida who's a Seminole. Um, so I think it's really odd that they just kind of blankly said no, because Let's see what this really is, because, you know, you had some people that wouldn't wear the jersey. And by the way, in my world, if they didn't wear the jersey, they wouldn't play. And they would have had to been fined for the day that they didn't play. Um, that's all there is. And, and, and I'm saying this as a, as a born and raised Christian. There is nothing in our faith that says there's anything wrong with, 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 uh, with, the, LGBT, with the LGBTQ community. Yeah. Cameron, thank you for your call. I think you raised, uh, you, you hit it on the head there, Robert, in regards to just saying, look, we acknowledge you as a member of our community. And, and these are practice jerseys, but you know what? A lot of folks are buying them of those communities. These are two or $300 jerseys. People wanted them because they got excited the fact that they were recognized and th- that, you know, here's a team that they support, they cheer for them, but they probably don't see a lot of folks that look like them in those games uh, over the decades that they've watched or whatever time they've watched, but the fact that they can acknowledge somebody of Chinese heritage, of South Asian heritage, LGBTQ+, indigenous communities, whatever it may be, military personnel, whatever it may be, it's it's some, it's it's um, I think they missed the mark on this one. I think it's just been too sweeping, and it just seems that, the, once again, the NHL could have done a, 
could have done something with this, but they, they just fell short, in my opinion. Well, imagine being somebody from an Indigenous community or a South Asian community or gay, and all of a sudden seeing that player that you've loved all of a sudden step out from the locker room wearing something that shows that they acknowledge you, that you are a part of the collective. That, to me, is what speaks to the community. And having the NHL, as you mentioned, Jazz, blanket cover this, this, to me, is a problem. But I have faith in the Canucks. I have faith in these teams around the NHL Mm -hmm. that even though this has been taken away from them, there are more than a number of ways that they can make up for this. So I'm curious to know how the Canucks in particular Mm -hmm. handle this. And and I I look forward to seeing their creativity. Yeah, likewise. Uh, Rob, thank you so much, my friend. Have yourself a wonderful weekend. You too, Jazz. Thanks.